Hey guys, welcome to the Pod Bites Podcast, where we take big ideas and condense them into small bites of wisdom that you can apply to your day immediately. Today's inspiration comes from episodes 1 and 37 of the Are You Being Present podcast and a recent blog article suggested by a listener named Laura. There is a link in the show notes to the episodes and the blog post. I highly recommend you check them out if you are interested in learning more or diving deeper into today's topic. The topic for today's episode is being present. We are going to talk about what presence is, why we need it, and how we get it. I will also be reading you a short story that beautifully illustrates this principle. So what is presence? Presence is a state of being in the moment. It means you are existing without being dominated by thoughts of the past or future. The logical mind is not problem solving, categorizing, or labeling the moment. You are fully focused on your surroundings. Why is being present important? Being present is important for several reasons. The first, and we have mentioned this before, is that thoughts influence emotions. When we are not present, and maybe we're thinking about the past or the future, it triggers an emotional response. For most of us, it's feelings of shame, guilt, regret, anxiety, fear, etc. Rarely are we looking to the past or the future with fondness. This thought and emotional loop go on endlessly, with one triggering the other to the point where some people need medical assistance to break this cycle. So it's important for us to be able to break that loop on our own so that we can deal with what's happening to us right now. Another important thing to consider is that our past and our future are both make-believe places or constructs. Neither of them actually exist, and they never will. The past did exist, but is not currently in existence, and we will never reach our future. All we have is now, so shouldn't we be focusing on that? Let me read you a story from the Quill and Camera blog titled The Lost Art of Lingering. There's something about waterfalls at the end of a long hike through the woods. Here near Asheville in the mountains of western North Carolina, we have a lot of waterfalls. And just a few weeks ago, with the advent of spring, I commenced my expeditions again. But it's a funny thing when you start to notice, when you visit even relatively popular waterfalls, the people who come to them. They hike all that way. They stand and look at the waterfall a bit, maybe shoot a couple photos with their iPhones, and then turn around a few times as if to confirm, yep, that's it, I guess. And back they go. Kids are even worse. You'd think they'd be excited, want to explore and play, but not the kids nowadays. Anymore, it seems most kids have a hard time processing the real world, and much less enduring it in anything longer than a six-second blip. They're along for the hike because their parents dragged them here, and in six seconds or less, they're already bored and ready to go. It's mind-boggling. I hardly need to say, this is not how I pay a visit to a waterfall. Just recently, I hiked Pearson Falls, and in the fine weather of an early spring morning with the sun streaking through the trees, a lovelier place you would be hard-pressed to find. And after a deliciously lazy stroll through the woods, accompanied by the rush of the white rapid plunging creekside along the trail, I reached the falls and stood transfixed, taking it all in. I found a place to sit, 
and just breathed it all in for half an hour or more before remembering I had brought my camera along. So I set up my tripod, screwed an ND filter on the lens, checked a few settings, and in a few minutes I had already captured several images I felt would turn out quite well. I repositioned the camera and tripod and got a few more, experimenting a little and just enjoying myself. While doing this, I noted at least three other groups of two or three leaving, and they behaved the same way as the others I've grown accustomed to. They came up to the falls, they stood looking about half a minute, shot a few iPhone pics and a couple selfies to post to Instagram, and then turned around and headed back the way they had come. To them, perhaps a waterfall is a waterfall is a waterfall. They came to say they had come, and I suppose to get a photo to prove it. But you can't change the channel on a waterfall. You can't click play on the next video. There is no like button or anywhere to leave a comment. And mostly it just sits there doing its thing. And well, the days are wasting. Got things to do. All done here. So I watched them come and go in my peripheral vision, and I finished up with more photos than I probably needed. Then, having packed my gear, I found a place to sit and watch the waterfall a while longer. I lingered. Remember when we used to linger? Back before we were all so busy? Back before we were all so endlessly distracted? I just sat there, enjoying the sound and the rush and tumble of the waterfall, taking in all the details I could, admiring the way the light played off the water and the rocks, breathing it all in, and enjoying the light breeze and the sunlight filtering through the trees. At one point, I brought out a small backpack to read a few lines of Seneca, then closed the book again, put it away, and sat thinking about those lines, leisurely, longing for a long time and the water fell and fell and fell through all this more groups of people came stood half a minute snapped a photo and left i scarcely noticed them they were not seeing what i was seeing they had no time to linger they had no patience for what sitting before a waterfall might show them they had lost the ability to sit quietly, alone, in nature. Being present or finding presence is a process. It's hard, and there's a reason it's called a practice. Take baby steps. Start today, and when you notice an emotional response to your thoughts, ask yourself if your current thoughts have anything to do with your current situation, meaning what's happening here and now, right around you. If not, politely dismiss those thoughts and refocus on the present. I'm by no means encouraging you not to be prepared for the future and to prepare for future events. Just encouraging you to not let your thoughts about an imaginary time control you or your emotions now. Spend your time connecting with those around you and living each day to the fullest. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk with you next time.